I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Big Payoff. This is Rachel Bellow. And I'm Suzanne Mushin. This is a new conversation about business. We tackle all the personal stuff that really matters to you at work. I'm ready. Are you ready? ready? Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's go. Today, Rachel is our third in our Off the Sidelines series with Commissioner Bridget Gaynor. And today we're asking the question, do you need a mentor? Do you need it? Well, Rachel, you have a mentor in me. Well, that's why we're doing this show in order to correct this catastrophe that is... (laughs) my looking to you for mentorship, which I never did. But And not only are we asking, do you need a mentor, but what does that look like now? Because it uh, here's the hint. It is not your mother's mentor. So whatever you thought about mentorship in the past, throw that out. And we have, as you said, the wonderful Cook County Commissioner of the 10th District, Bridget Gaynor here. She's been in this role since 2009, and some say, rumor has it, that she's going to be our next mayor. I mean, I I would vote for her if I lived in Chicago, but I don't. Well, I do. And in Chicago, you can vote many times. That's how it works. So I'm all good with that. (laughs) Um, And later in the show, we are going to talk to a remarkable young woman named Heaven Johnson. She's someone that Commissioner Gaynor met when she was doing an event and was so impressed with her that... We brought her into the studio because we really do want to hear from the rising generation. What are they looking for in a mentor? And in fact, what do they have to teach mentors today? Because part of it, not being your mother's mentor, means this isn't nepotism. Like that's, Rachel, you said that to me, that back in the day, mentorship was almost like... It's a thinly veiled construct for for basically for nepotism. It's like, I will mentor you because you look like me, you sound like me. You're possibly part of my family, genetically or otherwise, and so I want to take responsibility for bringing you in and ensuring that the next generation looks just like the one that I'm used to. That deal is off, and Heaven's going to help us understand also, what does it take to be mentored? Like, what makes you so special, Heaven? Yeah, Heaven. Yeah, Heaven. We're going we're gonna to ask you to tell us, what makes you so special? That's a nice way to welcome a guest onto the show. Yeah. Hey. What you got? Why are you at this show? Oh, we invited you. Um, okay, so we are going to crack open a topic that every young woman we know is asking themselves this question, and you should be. So we'll be back with Commissioner Bridget Gaynor talking about whether or not you need a mentor, and if you do, What does a good relationship sound like, look like, feel like? We'll be back to the big payoff with Rachel and Suzanne and our photographer, who you might hear clicking away in the background, because that's how important we are when we get back to the big payoff in just a moment. 
Welcome back to The Big Payoff. Rachel and I are here with Commissioner Bridget Gaynor, who, because we're friends with her, we just call her Bridget. Just like remember when we had Israel Adonijah and everyone was calling him Izzy and it felt so awesome to go, so Izzy, right? (laughs) So we seem to get off on that, so okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we have um, uh, Commissioner Gaynor and you've, Bridget, brought this series to us, which is off the sidelines. And when we heard about it, we loved it from minute one because it's a movement that you have started in, uh, which was inspired by Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. So tell us a little bit about Off the Sidelines, and then we'll dive into this topic on mentorship. Great. So, you know, Off the Sidelines came, and it, it it's exactly what it is. How do you get people off the sidelines? How do you get women especially off the sidelines? And it's not this idea that you have to drag them in because they're reluctant to do it. It's almost that we live in a world where you have a paradox of choice. There are so many things that require our attention home life, work life, civic life, volunteerism, politics. How do you get to people in the way that they're looking at things and making decisions now and focus them and and get them engaged? And so the way that we've done that is first we did a launch in a very traditional way at a place, 8 o'clock in the morning. And we had had all these conversations. And when 300 people show up at 8 in the morning on a Friday, I know we've hit onto something. And But the way we communicate with them, and I think it really ties into our topic today, is once a month we send out an email, we pick a topic, campus sexual assault, equal pay, the power of the ask, you know, any range of things. And we say, this is who's saying interesting things about this. But more importantly, here are three organizations in Chicago that are doing this right now. Here's how to contact them. And here are 10 events that are happening in the next 30 to 60 days. Go to them. And the idea is... That's it hits you where you are. It's kind of like when you do your your map, your Google Maps, and it shows you you know where the closest Starbucks is or where the closest gas station is. It's real time. It's kind of a just in time civic activism, and it allows people to kind of cut through all of that, all of the options. You know, it's like when you go to a Chinese restaurant and there are it's seventeen great. pages. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you say off the sidelines, you don't mean specifically in order to be politically engaged. It is simply engagement. It's engagement because they're all completely connected. So the women's issues, quote, in politics are the civic, you know, education, safety. How are those not political issues? And people can sign up by going to OTSChicago.com. Okay, great. So the series is on women in power. So we came up with this topic among the three of us, really, um, and Katie, whose name we always have to mention because she's in charge. charge. Katie's in charge. Commissioner Gaynor. Well, the real (laughs) Commissioner Gaynor, please stand up. Um, Mentorship. So let's talk about how it's changing. When we started this conversation, we were talking about part of getting off the sidelines is understanding that you need a mentor. Mentorship is hugely important in your rise, in your greater understanding of what's going on and the expansion of your point of view. But it's also important to recognize that it's not the same as it used to be. So the question for today is, how, what does mentorship look like now? What kind of mentor do we need? What does mm-hmm. that look like? And what do we not need anymore? Well, I think the answer to the question you said in the beginning of do you need a mentor, it's yes, but, and it gets to this issue. And so I think one of the constraints of mentoring before was kind of you had to be in the right place at the right time. You had to work for the right company. You had to have access to the right person. You had to have that moment where you're able to make the connection because it's not like you can just walk up to someone on the street and say, you know, will you be my mentor? So you, you I need hate to have when Suzanne does that. She does that all day long. <laughs> so 
one of the interesting things I think about what's happening now and what I really think we can learn from the millennial generation and who's coming up is what is that what does that mentorship look like and can you use technology to think of it differently so we've gotten so used to online dating you know you don't have to be in the right place at the right time to meet the person of your future you figure out a way to bring the things that you have in common to a common platform and connect in that way does that exist for mentorship? Yeah, yeah. there should be a no, mentorship what dating I'm, site. Exactly. Whoa. But, you know, in some ways, LinkedIn is like the eHarmony of mentorship. Because if I, it, it just the other day, there's someone who's working in an, an organization that I really wanted to get access to. He's the chair of the board. We end up, I go on LinkedIn. We're already connected on LinkedIn. I send him a direct message saying, hey, I've been meaning to reach out. This is what we're working on. I love to. Let's get together. And now we're off to the races. Where otherwise the 17 steps that it would have had to happen between then and now the barriers have just come down exactly i love that let's also talk about the relationship itself mm-hmm. right because i in my experience having a mentor two of which of whom by the way were imposed on me <laughs> like i didn't one volunteered raised his hand uh, figuratively and said I- i'm now your mentor and one of them was given to me by my board okay Neither of whom I had any say in. It wasn't really a good match from my Mm -hmm. point of view. Um, But that would never happen today. So how else is mentorship changing today? Because that felt so paternalistic. And very binary. Like mentorship is, is, is that erotic, not sexual, but erotic relationship between an older person Mm -hmm. and a younger person to teach them what we know as, you know, what, what the wisdom is. Well, I I think part of it is driven what looks different now is driven by just how much time someone is realistically able or willing to invest in that relationship. And this, again, gets to can you use technology to make your mentorship relationships more scalable? So in the old days, when you think about it, it was someone who you'd go to lunch with once a month and it was you'd see them all the time. And it was this constant high touch but very high touch, high in person. Oh, time. I would be insulted if I learned that the person who was mentoring me was mentoring somebody else. <laughs> right, they were cheating on you. Yeah, with another mentee. Yes. Um, <laughs> look, so I think now you can. I and I get asked this question a lot about you know from young women. I want to have a mentor. What do I do? And I said the first thing to do is not to say. Will you be my mentor? Ugh. Which I have been asked, and Me it's too. like someone meeting you at, a, at out at a restaurant saying, "Can I monogram my sheets with your initials?" I mean, it's <laughs> there's something that's suffocating about yes, it because yeah, you think yeah. I'm going into an unending commitment. But I think now it's it's tactical, not transactional, but tactical in the sense of I'd like to reach out to you, like the example I just gave. I'd like to reach out to you and talk about this specific issue. Can we connect on this thing? And then the question is: Is that building block number one? You have that interaction. It's useful. It's kind of like what we talked about with the ask. You're asking someone to help you get to your next step, but it's extremely specific. So they don't think, I'm entering into a relationship that I don't know how I'm going to extricate myself from. Really important. And that issue is generally something that is midway between their interests and yours. It isn't, I'd like to reach out to talk about my life. Right. And, and I want to reach out because I'm doing X and I see that you're doing Y and I think X and Y need to be together because it's specific. They know how to do it. And it's not something that they feel like, oh, this is never going to end. I want to tell a quick true story, which Rachel and I joke all the time about who's who's each other's boss. 
The truth is Rachel started out as a mentor to me, seriously. Rachel was running a company at the time that was hired by my company, but it sort of turned more into a coach pretty quickly. And one of one piece of that relationship, which I think was ahead of its time, was the fact that we were kind of partners in crime. We were really trying to kind of break the rules together. And I felt better doing that because I had somebody with more experience in it with me. And that in and of itself, mm-hmm. I think, was is a form of mentorship. No, I, I agree. I don't I don't think we need to look for someone seven layers above. You know, I mean, I, I, one of the things we talk about is don't look for the terminal vista. Don't look for someone who's at the end of where you want to be. That's good. What about the medium steps in between there? And, and this is really where we got to this whole conversation with these young women. I mean, we had this amazing lunch last week at, at Soho House, 25 young women all over the city. Heaven was one of them. And we had to have we started having this conversation about when you think about women's place in work, women's place at home, what what do we want to do next? Stop looking just at the person who's already the CEO and start looking both. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Forwards and backwards about who you can learn from. Well, looking backwards is a big. That's a that's a real. You, you had talked to us about that earlier, and that really stopped me in my tracks. The idea of being mentored by somebody below me is so huge. I mean, there are so many times, Suzanne, where the the younglings coming up are teaching us things that, if it weren't for that, we would get stuck in a certain way of thinking. So when what we're talking about now, Bridget, that we'd love. I mean, you coined it. You said in a phone call last week, what we're taught when we were saying this is not your mother's mentor, you said it's the unmentor. So let's unpack what is what are the qualities of that unmentor that are so different from the last generation? So I think part of it is, like we said, it's the baby steps of mentoring. What am I? I'm not looking to finish. I'm not looking at the finish line for my career. What is the thing I need to do right now? And it's taking these small bites and it's not making that really long-term relationship. Making a long-term relationship is great, and, and maybe it happens organically, but I think that it's taking small steps, but in lots of parts of your life. So the idea of a disintermediated mentor, it's not one person giving you advice on five things. That's maybe great. it's five people giving you advice on a specific Really aspect. important, that distributed model of mentorship. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that you just said is, Suzanne, you brought this up, rather than the old model of you used a mentor to help you learn the rules and learn the ropes. Right. Now you can get a mentor that'll help you, whether that's the generation below you, how to break the rules without getting 
slammed. Well, well, look, I mean, it's it's just like when we see what millennials are doing from a disruptive standpoint, they're disrupting banking. They're disrupting the way we buy things. They're disrupting the way that we communicate. And a lot of that disruption has to be of taking out the kind of infrastructure that is wrapped around all of those things we just talked about. And so if you think about someone disrupting that model, well, part of it is scary because you think, okay, Maybe I like those barriers. I, I, I grew up in that model, right? <laughs> right. I know how this works, and I like those barriers because, A, it doesn't move as fast, and, B, I've spent time getting to a certain position, so I want there to be value in that. And what these guys are saying is kind of, all right, yeah, maybe, but you only have value to me if you actually add value. So this is fantastic. And when we come back, we're actually going to have the youngest guest that we've ever had in our studio. We've had the biggest guest. That was Izzy, my friend Izzy. Izzy. We've had the most powerful guest, Commissioner Bridget Kaner. Yeah. <laughs> now we have the youngest. Now we have the youngest. So Heaven Johnson is going to join us when we come back. She is um, cutting school today. She's a truant, and she's. Do you at want Lynn- to name the school she's cutting? Just so, you know, break the rules a little bit. Uh, she's at Lynn Bloom Math and Science, but she's also in the Mikva Challenge, and she can talk a little bit about that, which really is about ra- raising the next generation of civic leaders. It's a fantastic program. So she's going to have to prove to us how she got selected for that program because you know, that's pretty selective. So when we come back, we're going to be talking to Heaven and Commissioner Gaynor when we return to the big payoff after this short break. Welcome back to The Big Payoff. We're talking about mentorship today, and it's not your mother's mentorship. You need something very different in today's generation than you did when we were on the rise as women in the workplace and in life. And we have Commissioner Bridget Gaynor with us, um, who's part of our Off the Sidelines series that she brought to the show, and our special guest, Truant. Heaven Johnson, who is skipping school today from Lynn Bloom Math and Science. She's an all-star in the Mikva Challenge, which is an incredible program that she can tell us about. And she was recently spearheading what sounds like a phenomenal initiative called Chicago Wears Condoms. And again, so creative, so fantastic. Um, We're going to have you tell us about sort of the winning poster image from that contest. So Heaven, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. And, you know, what we were talking about in the previous um, segment is how mentorship now can go in both directions. Mm -hmm. And, Bridget, you were the one who brought up that you've learned so much from these young women that you talk to that you feel as if in some ways they're mentoring you. Exactly. I mean, so Heaven and I have known each other for a while now, and I've been able to see her leadership and her work, which is fabulous. And we just brought this group together, which is young women from around the city, and we had a whole conversation. And in some ways, the parallels were, you know, funny, not funny, about the same things that they go through with boys at school, about who takes the lead and how that works are no different from what goes on in the workplace. But the other, the part of it that was really inspiring for me and, and left me hugely energized leaving that lunch was this idea that they're not accepting all this stuff that we've gotten used to narrowing our vision about, well, you know, Stop worrying about that. You got to pick your battles. You got to pull your punches, all of those types of things. Just to be with a group of young people who saw that horizon so much wider and to be to remind yourself of, yeah, there are still battles to be picked. Maybe not today. So, Heaven, um, tell us a little bit about 
what your experience has been being mentored. What does that feel like to you? So I remember how you guys mentioned how it's not just like someone saying I'm your mentor anymore because I I don't think that happens anymore <laughs> for my generation at least. But just like having someone to at least guide you or help you figure out what your interests are or what you want to do in college or, or things of that nature kind of start off the mentorship to me. Um, when it started with Mikva for um, my two supervisors, I never knew that I would like public policy until I kind of started there. And so then it was like helping me understand analytical skills or understand how to work in the business world. You know, Heaven, that is such an important point that we think of mentorship as only showing you the ropes or the rules. And in fact, the first phase of mentorship, and I remember this so well, and this has not changed, is helping you learn yourself. Mm-hmm. What what am I interested in? There's a whole period of time where you're not really so sure what you're interested in, what that would involve. What does it mean if I'm interested in public policy? That's so important. So Heaven, I'm wondering what makes you so attractive to a mentor? I mean, look, Commissioner Gaynor, you were the first name she brought up. You obviously have been chosen for the Mikva Challenge. So honestly, what if you're just open and honest, don't mm-hmm. think about it as being egotistical, okay. be truthful. What makes you so recognizable as someone who can be mentored? I think that, well, I think it first starts off with being open to being mentored because young girls, I think, they don't want to have to hear from someone else, okay, this is what you should be doing or this is what, you know, but I think that taking in what someone else has gone through or what I want to do, like the little steps in the way, as the commissioner was saying, of like, you know, like you might struggle here, you might struggle there. I want to hear that and I want to go through those same experiences, you know, to get to that same end goal. But I also think just having having it in yourself to be passionate about something and then sharing that with other people is something that, you can't take away because if I'm showing you my passion and, you know, we connect on that level, then I think that's where it all kind of starts. I completely agree. And also, you know, just to take what you said about being open to being mentored, part of that has to be being open to, I don't want to say criticism, although for young people, it often translates as criticism. Mm -hmm. You're going to be making missteps. It's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Can you handle having someone older than you tell you, you know, you should have done this differently without collapsing, falling apart, or feeling angry? And I think that sometimes that those mishaps are okay to happen because, I mean, at this at 17, of course you're going to make mistakes, and then there's going to be someone telling you, well, I kind of told you so, but I think that you know, taking that criticism and not taking it to heart in a sense, but mm-hmm. taking it as, okay, this is constructive and right. I'm truly trying to help you, you know, figure out your path, then I think that's where people grow from it. And as we wrap up, I'm curious, do you feel you've taught the mentor, I'm yes. using air quotes, have you taught, what have you taught them? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think that I've really taught anything. I think it's just with this new generation of maybe I can teach you something about technology or I can teach you something about how I have a different mindset on something. I think it's something that's not recognizable, but you still do it at the same time. Well, and Heaven, I guess if you think about all the people that have mentored you in your, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to say life, but say the last couple (laughs) of years. So what has been the most useful thing that, what's been the most useful way, either someone, how they've engaged with you does it matter if it's on the phone? Does it, you know, what, what's the what's the aspect of it that's been most useful? You really think you took I, a lot from? I think that having someone to push me and seeing what I'm good at or seeing what my passions are or what, um, 
they they see it before I see it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what makes me want to say, okay, this is why I have a mentor. Whether it's just a phone call or going to get coffee or, you know, just talking over the phone, I think that's what shows me, okay, they see this in me, so I should see this in me. And then that keeps it going from there. I have the chills. I think that's, I think that's so game changing when a young person truant from (laughs) like wow um i feel like we've gotten in hopefully we haven't gotten you in trouble this is not a live show so by the time this airs too late you you will have gotten they already know okay well heaven thank you so much for joining us on the show and Commissioner Gaynor, as always, thank you for bringing us the Off the Sidelines series. It's been a treat to talk about women in power with you. I've learned a lot, especially, you know, about the muffins. I've taught you a lot. (laughs) You have taught me a lot. (laughs) learned a lot about muffins. I am a river to my people. Yeah. So we're wrapping up our series uh, Off the Sidelines. And if you want to join that movement, be a part of it, we really encourage you to do that. It's at OTSChicago.com. And we'll be back to the big payoff next week with Rachel and Suzanne. If you enjoyed today's show and want to hear more from Rachel and Suzanne, you can follow them on Twitter at Big Payoff Radio and like them on Facebook at The Big Payoff. Our theme music comes from Penthouse Suites. Hear more at penthouse.com. Download past episodes and subscribe to The Big Payoff on the Acast app or at iTunes. And you can always find us online at bigpayoffradio.com. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.